0: Welcome to The Rock Podcast. We believe this podcast is built on The Rock and will teach and equip you for the works of ministry. We believe and trust God that the teachings will give you the keys to enter into a deeper revelation of the Word. We pray that the Holy Spirit will ignite an unstoppable fire in you. And that it will transform you and every place you set your feet. Enjoy today's episode hello hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of the rock podcast my name is Peter and it's such an honor to be with you today and let me tell you I've got excitement in my spirit for this episode I've got excitement in my spirit for what the Lord is about to do what the Lord is about to reveal and uh, you'll notice that today's episode looks a little bit different than uh, than the way we normally do it and uh, today we're gonna we're really just gonna focus on on the Holy Spirit and I'm gonna trust the Holy Spirit uh, for a word I'm gonna trust the Holy Spirit to to minister to you today and bring a word of encouragement, because uh, that's really what I what I want to want to bring towards you today. I really want to encourage you in the spirit. I really want to want to hold your hands up high um, as, uh, uh, as as the Israelites did with Moses in the midst of the war. And, uh, and may it be as such today, may you really experience the presence of the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and uh, and may you feel encouraged today. So so the theme for today is basically this, where are you? And I'm, I'm, and I'm going to ask this question quite a couple of times throughout this episode because uh, I really want you to reflect. I really want you to go in uh, into a deep work today through through the Holy Spirit, allow him to work in your heart, allow him to refresh you, allow him to restore you. And uh, and, and that's again why I want to ask this question to you. And I want to propose this. Where are you today? Where are your eyes focused? Where is your spirit? Are you focused upon the person of Jesus Christ? Or has your problems become become bigger than your God? Has your circumstances become wider than the throne room of heaven? Where are you today, my friend? Where are you today, my brother and my sister? Where are you today? And I, and I, and I really want to encourage you through this message today to keep your eyes on the Lord, to keep your eyes focused on Jesus and the throne room of heaven. For so you see, uh, the moment uh, the moment things start to go uh, awry in our lives, the moment we experience hardship, something happens in our spirit that often leads us to a place where we submit to the flesh and not to the spirit. And the moment we submit to the flesh, we're actually taking off the crown of God in our life and we're putting. On the crown of misery the crown of idols the crown of the lies of the enemy for see john 10 verse 10 says this it says that the enemy came to steal kill and destroy but that jesus came to give us life and life in abundance and the moment things start to go wrong in our life we immediately push jesus aside and we fall for the destruction the killing the lies of the enemy and and in that very moment it is as though we take our eyes off of the throne Of heaven and we focus on our problems and the moment we do that we're actually declaring we're actually declaring well problem Well, circumstances. You are so much bigger than our God, Um, and we're actually supposed to do it the other way around. We're supposed to look at our problems, our issues, our circumstances, and say, "Well, I'm not going to look at how big you are. I want to tell you about how big my Jesus is." And that is, and that is the very basic essence of this message today. Where are you, my friend? Where are your eyes focused? For this is so important in a season such as this. We truly believe that we are in a season of revival. Uh, If if you Look throughout history and especially in, uh, in, in in great revivals like the Azusa Street Revival, the Welsh Revival, um and and, uh, and 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 there are so many more. If you look at the history of those revivals, uh, it is almost as though pressure set the table for revival. And, 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 and I've got to tell you, we haven't seen uh, this much pressure on Christianity, on the faith, on the people of Jesus um, in probably a good couple of decades, as we are seeing in this very moment. We are seeing cancel culture, a woke movement. And there are so many things in this very moment that's putting pressure on our lives, pressure on our faith, pressure on our families. But the amazing thing about pressure is pressure sets the table for revival. For see, every single time when the pressure became high, the people of God started to move in the Holy Spirit. And we see the very same thing in in the book of Acts from Acts 2 to 4. The moment persecution started, the church spread like a wildfire. There is something about pressure that sets the table for revival. And that is what I want to ask you again today. Where are are you my friend where are your eyes focused where is your spirit are you at the feet of jesus or are you worshiping the idol of problems the idol of issues the idol of circumstances where are you today my friend So see we read in revelation four this this amazing piece about Amazing text about the throne room of heaven. And I, and I just want to quickly read that to you. Uh, so John gets this revelation, Revelation 4, and he says, Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper, a diamond, pure, perfect, and a sardius stone in appearance, red, as it portrayed God as our Redeemer. And there was a rainbow around the throne, and in an appearance like an emerald. An emerald, of course, is green and symbolizes life. Around the throne there were tw- 24 thrones and on the thrones, I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes and in the back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second like a calf, the third like had a face like a man, the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle see this was a certain class of, uh, uh, of of angels the four living creatures each having six wings were full of eyes around and within and they do not rest day or night saying holy 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 lord god almighty who was and is and is to come and whenever the living creatures gave glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne who lives forever and ever the 24 elders fell down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne and this is so this is so important. They cast their own crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. And by your will they exist and were created, and this is such an important, um, such an important text in the Bible. For see, we we often get to a place where we take our eyes off the throne, and from the throne, the the throne just exudes glory and honor and power. For you see the moment we set our eyes on the throne, all that glory, honor, and power as it exudes from the very throne of God, from the very throne room of God, enters us through the Holy Spirit and and ignites all the earth with the fire of God. For see that the entire earth can experience something, a little taste, a small glimpse of the very throne of God and fall down on their face singing, holy, 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 for see you cannot enter the glory of God, the honor, the power of God without falling down and laying down your crown. But what happens when we take our eyes off of the throne of Jesus? The moment we take our eyes off of the throne, it is as though we're picking back up our own crowns, the crowns of our life, the crowns of our addiction, the crowns of our marriage problems. And and we're almost telling Jesus, well, I don't want to move in your power. I don't want to move in your glory for I've got the crown you are no longer the king of my life and we try to to figure out these things on our own but you see things that are impossible for man is possible for God and you cannot live life we cannot enter that revival without having our eyes on the throne and without casting our crowns before the throne at the feet of Jesus and saying you are worthy Lord do you see we cannot do this we cannot enter revival without his glory, his honor, and his power. So it's time, my friend, to set your eyes upon the throne of Jesus, the throne of God, the throne room of heaven, and at the very same time to cast down your crown that you've been carrying all along. You see, uh, Jesus says these words. He says in, in, in the New Testament, Come to me all who are weak and weary, and I will give you rest. See, the moment we set our eyes upon the throne room of heaven is the moment we start moving in the glory, honor, and power of God. And and it's in that very moment when we move through His power, not on our own, through the power of the cross, the finished work of Jesus, that we start experiencing the glory fill all the earth. And this really excites me. So again, I want to ask you today, where are you today? For see, Hebrews 4, verse Fourteen to sixteen says this: Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence. With confidence, you see, the moment you become a child of God, Romans ten verse nine: If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that He has been raised from the dead, you will be saved. And the moment you do that, you can approach the the, the throne of God, the throne of grace, with confidence. So again, I want to ask you today, where are you today, my friend? Are you in the throne room today? Are you in the throne room or are you bound at the feet of issues, of problems, of circumstances? Are you bowed down at the feet of addictions? Are you bowed down at the feet of the enemy? It is time to approach the throne of grace with confidence and you will receive the grace to help you in your time of need. For that is the promise of the Lord. That is the promise of the cross of Jesus Christ. That is the promise. That is the promise. We even read in the New Testament, Matthew 8, verse 1 to 3. It says, large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. And suddenly a man with leprosy approached him, approached him. He approached Jesus. He approached the throne with confidence. He knelt down before him. Why did he kneel down? For he was about to give him his throne off sickness of illness of disease he wasn't about to carry that any longer see he already had the revelation of freedom the revelation of the cross that gave him freedom and he said lord the man said if you are willing you can heal me and make me clean and jesus reached out and touched him and he said i am willing be healed, and instantly the leprosy disappeared. for see, a lot of people will ask, "Well, uh, uh, is is it the will of God to receive healing? Is it the will of God for me to get out of this place, out of these problems? It is the is it the will of God for me to be free from uh, uh, from these circumstances, from this addiction, from uh, from this emotional trauma? Is it the will of God to be free from all these things?" And let me tell you today, as long as you approach the throne and you kneel before Him, it is the will of God for he said if you are willing and Jesus said I am I am you see he is the great I am he is willing to heal he is willing to free he is willing to deliver that is who he is he is willing so the question remains this one thing how do I approach the throne and it's very simple it's two parts that I want to discuss today and just in a in a minute or so the one part of it is is the one part of it is this through a posture of praise and a sacrifice of worship. Will you still praise Him when things go wrong? And will you still worship Him even though it costs you everything? It is as simple as that. A posture of praise. Continue praising Him throughout the night. Continue praising Him throughout the desert, throughout the dry places, uh, throughout the darkness. And bring a sacrifice of worship as we read in Romans 12 verse 1. A sacrifice of worship means I'm giving Him my time even though I don't have any for anybody else. I'm giving Him my thoughts. I'm giving him my body as a willing and holy living sacrifice and that is true and proper worship. Romans 12 verse 1. For see see, it is time to approach the throne and, and and, and in that place we're going to experience a saturation with the very presence of the throne. And in that place, we're going to experience revival of, as, uh, as we've never seen it before. And may it be so. May you experience that revival today. And I just want to encourage you. Uh, and, I, and I want to ask one last time, where are you today, my friend? Are you at the throne room of heaven? Are you bowed knees on the floor, head down at the feet of Jesus? Are you casting your crown before him and putting on the crown of the kingdom? Or are you still worshipping idols, worshipping issues, worshipping problems, things that are not in the throne room of heaven? Where are you today, my friend? Let's go to the throne of Jesus. May this bless you. Have a great day further. And we'll see you next time on The Rock Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please send an email to info at therock.com hyphenpodcast.com. Bedankt dat je vandaag naar de podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je vragen hebt of in contact wil komen, stuur gerust een e-mail naar info@derok-podcast.com. Dank je dat je naar vandaag se potgooi geluisterd hebt. Als je enige vraag hebt of met ons wil contact maken, stuur gerust een e post naar info@ at therock vielen dank dat sie zich den podcast heute aangehörd haben. Wens die vragen haben oder kontakt contact afnemen, mögen, senden sy bitte eine e-mail aan info at therock-podcast.com